Welcome to the Nourishing Autism podcast, where we take a deep dive into the research on autism and dietary changes, nutrition supplements, and lifestyle modifications. Every week, we break down nutrition topics in an easy-to-understand way for you to feel less overwhelmed and feel confident on your nutrition journey with autism. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Nourishing Autism. I'm your host, Britton Coleman, the autism dietitian, and this week we are talking about how we can still enjoy special events and holidays while being on a special diet or while we are embarking on your nutrition journey. I thought this was the perfect time to bring up this topic as Halloween is right around the corner, if you're listening to this in real time, but this will always be applicable to other holidays and events that involve food like birthdays birthdays, Christmas, Valentine's Day, Easter, you name it. This is an important topic to cover because special events almost always revolve around food and they're often feel-good foods like cake, candy, ice cream, etc. And while these taste delicious, they're not necessarily foods that are going to improve your nutrition or help your child feel their best, which is what I'm all about, helping your kids feel their best so that they can reach their full potential. That being said, we must remember that special events are not just about food, they're an opportunity to work on social skills, which is so important for kids with autism, and honestly all of us after this past year, we could all work on some social skills and get to enjoy those around us, those close to us, and be able to celebrate a special event. So what's special is that holidays and these events can also create an opportunity for inclusion, sharing a fun experience, and building relationships with friends and family, and socializing with your peers. So we want to put this all together because there's certainly a balancing act between the food and the experience. So on one hand, we want that social experience. This is so great for kids, again, to participate with their peers and work on the social skills and enjoy themselves. They deserve to enjoy these special events just like anybody else. On the other hand, we want to be mindful about the ingredients in the food at these events as these foods are often full of artificial ingredients like dyes and sweeteners, refined sugars, high fructose corn syrup, and often feature ingredients that kids with autism are commonly sensitive to, including dairy, wheat, corn, and soy. And all these together in one food that is just mostly sugar is definitely not the recipe to help your kid feel their best. And it sets them up for chaotic blood sugars as well, which I talked about in the last episode if you haven't gotten the chance to listen to it. So you have a few different options to approach this situation. You have the option to avoid the event completely or to decide on a better alternative. And I'll elaborate a little bit. So you could avoid the event completely, and that means that they don't even get the temptation of these foods, but they also miss out on the experience and the development of social skills. Another idea is having them present, but not having an alternative food, and they can participate in another way, like handing out candy or participate in a non-food activity. I actually had a client reach out to me saying that at this point, their child does not respond well to sugar and that their child just really enjoys counting and sorting and handing out the candy, and that's their way of being involved in getting that social piece. And so it's important to think, what does your child enjoy? How can they be involved? What is one way that they really excel 
Another option might be having cake or candy, but it's an alternative with better ingredients. Or it can mean finding a non-candy food alternative. It could also be a non-food treat altogether. I love this option as a whole the most because they get the most engagement with other kids. They get to have a fun treat, even if it is a non-food or non-candy reward. I love helping people find better alternatives for the conventional foods they love. In fact, this week in the Autism Nutrition Library, I posted a roundup of over 30 of my favorite Halloween candy alternatives that don't include artificial dyes or sweeteners or any of those other yucky ingredients that we don't want in our foods. There's a few really great brands. I love Yum Earth. I also love Smart Sweets. There are a lot of other options and I've listed all of those individual items. I did a lot of research on this and looked up all of the favorite Halloween candies like candy corn, Skittles, Swedish Fish, Sour Patch, and found better alternatives for all of them. So you can find that all in the Autism Nutrition Library under that roundup. And then we also just released 20 non-candy options that include non-food rewards as well. So if you're avoiding sugar or candy altogether, that can be a really helpful resource for you. And these ideas can be really simple. It can be something that your child already loves, something that they've been really wanting or is on their wish list. It can also be something so easy like a fidget spinner or something that can provide them some sensory input. It can be fun arts and crafts supplies. It could be even some fruit, some fruit leather. It can be something really easy and cheap. We don't have to go all out. You know, sometimes the smallest things kids enjoy the most. But if you know your child doesn't respond well to sugar altogether or has issues with blood sugar control, you might consider one of the non-candy or non-food treats that we have in the library. You can find both of these roundups in the roundup section or search Halloween in the search bar and they will both pop up for you. It's also a good idea to talk to your child's teachers and therapists and prepare for the holidays and maybe even have some of your child's favorite treats stocked up for when there are school events and set the expectations for which foods they can and cannot have. And if they have food allergies or sensitivities, be sure to talk to your child's team to get it written into their IEP to make sure that there are no slip ups during the holidays and just setting the expectations all the way around. So as of now, there's still time to get prepared for Halloween to ensure your child has the best experience possible and to reduce stress on you. If you have any other ideas and treats that we haven't listed in the Autism Nutrition Library, I would love for you to share them with us on Instagram and tag Autism Dietitian and share them with other families. I'm wishing you all a happy and healthy Halloween and a holiday season, and I will see you next week. This podcast is brought to you by the Autism Nutrition Library, a one-stop hub and community for all things autism nutrition, created to help you explore evidence-based nutrition approaches that have proved to be effective to help individuals with autism feel their best, do their best, and be their best. Join now by visiting autismnutritionlibrary.com or by stopping by my Instagram at autismdietitian. See you next week.